today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. To begin with, I want to go uh, what's going on at Hamilton City Hall. Uh, a lot of concern these days about LRT. The, the big announcement, of course, came down a few days ago now, where the federal and provincial governments uh, have ponied up money for light rail transit, and they were pretty adamant about that. Light rail transit only, not bus rapid transit, not anything else, but LRT. Well, some Hamilton councillors have uh, noticed that, well, they're a little concerned about this. I know the usual supporters are there, uh, but a number of councillors are expressing some, some, well, concern about the announcement and the fact that they weren't included. And uh, one of those is Councillor Tom Jackson up in the East Mountain, uh, who says the councillors are going to be looking for what he calls answers to lingering questions following confirmation about that. If the LRT is approved by council going forward on the O&M and any other outstanding issues, will the LRT office then be reconstituted? How will it be reconstituted? And who would pay for staffing to come in? Or would it then be entirely within the uh, ballywick of Metrolinx? Well, uh, I guess those are questions that he wants answered. I'm not sure where the other councillors are going on this. Uh, one person who has been adamantly supportive of this from day one is Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for the time. Good to talk with you again today. Yeah, great to be with you, Bill. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Mayor, were you concerned about the, the, the comments from some of your colleagues about the uh, the trepidation, shall we say, about this announcement? I mean, this I, I understand that you don't want to just say, okay, let's get going with this, but people that were supportive of this and had actually voted for this a couple of years ago now seem to be, I don't know, I don't know if they're offside on this, but they're certainly not being very supportive. Well, you know, the, the same questions come up each and every time. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the answers to those questions are all there. Uh, you know, we know what the, uh, the approximate operating and ma uh, maintenance costs are going to be. Uh, we know that they're offset by the fare box. They're offset by the additional taxes that come with, uh, the new development that comes along the line. I think Kitchener Waterloo is a prime example of that. And, as, and, and in terms of what we had previously had set up, council had approved a joint office with uh, with Metrolinx, totally funded by Metrolinx in the province of Ontario. Uh, that was part of the uh, memorandum of understanding that was signed on to by uh, the previous council and certainly, uh, you know, advanced by this council. Uh, we were in the middle of a procurement process, and so uh, all of those all of those questions have been answered. Uh, I'm surprised that they're uh, they're happening once again, but. Notwithstanding, we'll we'll provide those answers, and uh, we, we're, we're I'm hoping that uh, this time around, now that we've secured the funding from both the federal and provincial governments, that uh, this is a this is a go forward opportunity, at, you know, at the best possible time. Uh, you, know, we, you know, given all the things that the, the LRT does, which is uh, you know climate change benefit, greenhouse gas reduction emissions, uh, the uh, the uplift on uh, economic development along the corridor. Uh, now, right now, the economic stimulus that this this uh, generates, which was always part of the, the proposal going forward now, is even more critical given that we're coming out of a pandemic and probably the largest economic decline we've seen since the Great Depression. So what a perfect time to have this kind of a project land in Hamilton that can create seven, seven or 8,000 jobs and inspire, uh, you know, the uh, 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 stop of urban sprawl and the kind of redevelopment of the inner city and at the same time provide the transit benefits that we know will, will accrue as a result of this uh, great investment. So we'll answer those questions, and uh, Metrolinx will be here on June the 2nd. Uh, the, uh, the, the questions are kind of the same old, same old, and they've been answered before, and they'll be answered again. Are you, are you frustrated, though, by the fact, Mr. Mayor, that some of your colleagues on council seem to want to 
open the debate about this again. I mean, and your point's well taken. I mean, I, I understand Councillor Jackson's question, and some of the other councillors are, are raising some issues as well uh, that have all been dealt with in the past. I mean, it just seems as if these guys are ragging the puck again. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, when when Metrolinx comes, uh, the clarity of the answers will be there, and that we'll provide direction to our staff to, to you know create another MOU that clarifies that uh, that the province will take care of any overruns, that they'll take care of the cost of setting up an office as they did previously. Uh, they'll have a, a you know good good uh, clear idea about what the operating and maintenance costs will be, and you know remind everyone that uh, only in the city of Hamilton are we not required to make a capital investment in this so this this is the original deal back on the table again with a new funding partner which is the federal government and uh you know what a what a great opportunity to have uh, you know an infusion of multi-billions of dollars into into our city infrastructure uh that creates jobs and provides all of that great opportunity uh you know the frustration level for me has been you know why we didn't agree to do this in the first place we did Uh, we were in the procurement process uh, when this was canceled in other words, people were bidding on the contract. Properties have been acquired. Design has been done through this joint office, all approved by councils, and uh, and and we were moving forward when it was canceled. Now I'll, I'll give credit to the provincial government that uh, that that came backed up and reassessed and came to the conclusion that uh, ultimately LRT was the right step for them to take. Uh, there have been numbers of. Uh, task forces that were, were put together. So no one in Hamilton, especially on council, should be surprised because the province indicated some time ago that they were adding our Hamilton LRT to their $12 billion bundle of projects between Hamilton and Toronto, four projects in Toronto, one in Hamilton. And so uh, this is an opportunity for the city to embrace what the future will be for our city in terms of public transportation and redevelopment. And, uh, and get that investment happening in our community sooner rather than later. So I'm, uh, frustration for me has kind of left a long time ago. It's now a determination to get this project done. And I'm, I'm very pleased to have been able to uh, pull together both the province and the federal government to make this commitment. And uh, any other community in the, in, the, in the province in the country would be salivating over this kind of investment in their community. It's happening in many other communities, as you well know. In Ottawa, they're, they're working on their third line now. And in Kitchener, Waterloo, it's been a huge success. People just have to travel down the road and have a look at what uh, what's happening in Kitchener, Waterloo. It's just a, a, a great indicator of what the benefits of this project are. So I think the the, uh, the benefits of this uh, win the day, and I'm hopeful that council will embrace this and uh, move it forward. Well, I, and I I am frustrated, and I, maybe you've moved beyond that, and good for you that you could do that, but. Uh, what bothers me about this, and I'm not suggesting, you know, that, you know, people, if you're opposed to it, that's, that's it. But I don't think we need to reopen the debate on this. If, if certain councillors want to vote against this, then, you know, have the backbone to stand up and vote against it and, and deal with the consequences of that. That's the one thing. Instead of dragging this thing out, and, and, and especially one of the comments I've heard from actually a couple of different councillors on this that said, well, we weren't involved in the process. Yeah, you have been from day one. And this is what you wanted was you wanted something from McMaster to Eastgate Square. The only problem was at one point, not too long ago, uh, you didn't have any support from federal or provincial governments. Now you've got it, and they simply say, "Yeah, that project you guys okayed. We're going to fund it." What's 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 holding everything up now? I don't get it. Yeah, and uh, it's frust- that that frustrates me for sure. That uh, they're they're kind of revisiting something that they've previously agreed to. Council asked for this. Uh, they've uh, they quite clearly said we want 
both a uh, half a million dollar in tra- half a billion dollars in traditional investment in the traditional transit system, much of which we've already received and, and is in the works. And they asked for an LRT from from Eastgate to uh, McMaster. That uh, to 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 some of their surprise, the pro- provincial government in 2015 said, "Yeah, it's a go. We're going to we're going to fund that." And then, of course, the the journey started in terms of the the procurement and all the office set up and the acquisition of land. About 170 million dollars has already been spent. So those that are claiming that they're not aware of some of the information are either willfully ignorant or or they're trying to derail this thing for what some other reason. So uh, you know what they need to uh, they need to get come back to what they they already know, which is a, an MOU that they previously signed on to. Uh, this this MOU is not going to look much different, if, if if any different at all, except it's going to have a new partner, which is now the federal government. And uh, if I were the federal and provincial governments, uh, if if this thing does not get received and uh, move forward, uh, I I think it'll be a long time before we see any kind of investment here in in the city of Hamilton. And the Hamilton taxpayers are going to pay for it anyway. That money is going to go to Toronto or Mississauga or Ottawa in the province of Ontario. And uh, they're they're going to have to pay through their taxes, not local taxes, but federal and provincial taxes, they're going to be paying for that investment because it's going to happen somewhere. And uh, I want it to happen here in Hamilton. There's no reason why we can't get our fair share of the funding envelopes that are out there and billions of dollars available to help grow our community. This is a significant growth opportunity for the city of Hamilton, and it's going to benefit all residents of the city of Hamilton, not just a few. Are you surprised that some of your colleagues are still talking about bus rapid transit? And, and I'm not suggesting that's not a viable alternative, but uh, we talked to Minister McKenna the day the announcement was made. We talked to Minister Mulrooney the day the announcement was made. And uh, they were both pretty adamant about the fact that this money is for LRT and LRT only. If you don't want LRT, you don't get the money. I mean, how, mo- how much more clear can they be? Uh, they were they're pretty adamant and pretty clear. So, uh, you know, what, uh, bus rapid transit just doesn't do what LRT will do. Uh, the the electrification of the line and the, the fixed rail portion of it and train that more people will use as opposed to bus uh, is, is is part of the selling feature of this uh, transit system. And so the, the, the benefit, the, up, the economic uplift that it's because it's a fixed corridor that uh, provides that uh, rail rail line fixed line uh, will will actually inspire the kind of investments that we've seen in Kitchener Waterloo where they 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 certainly had some controversy in terms of how they uh, developed their LRT. There were elements in the community that were opposed. I've actually spoken to a few people that live in Kitchener Waterloo, work in Hamilton, and uh, they were at, back then adamantly opposed to the to the uh, LRT in Kitchener Waterloo, and have now told me that they were wrong. Uh, they made a mistake. They uh, they now understand and appreciate the value of the investment that was made because of the economic uplift that came with it has been so positive and so dramatic that it's actually helped grow their community in a way that is not sprawl, but actually inner city development on existing infrastructure. $3 billion worth of new investment and new taxes that came with it. So, you know, there's a net gain to be had here and from a tax perspective. It's not a, it's not a cost, it's a benefit. Uh, the operating cost is, uh, is, is reasonably well known and we can look at uh, Kitchener-Waterloo. Their annual operating cost is about $8 million. Their offsetting tax return has been significantly higher than that. So they, they've had a net gain in terms of revenues back into the city of Hamilton to cover the operating costs. So all the answers are there. There's no, there's no un, unknowns except when you do the operating and maintenance agreement, you, you put it out for procurement. 
And so there's a bidding process that happens that, uh, that then will tell you the final, final number. But the estimates are pretty accurate, and, uh, and the estimates of revenue uh, expectations are pretty accurate. And certainly the, uh, the revenue expectations out of the new development is, uh, is reasonably accurate as well. And the examples of that are not only, not only here in Ontario, but around the world. So uh, I'm hopeful that uh, this council will understand and appreciate the benefits and, and look at the greater good that this will do for the entire community that ultimately will spill over into new lines down the road, uh, additional enhancements in the traditional transit system, which is already happening uh, up on the mountain and other places in, in Waterdown and in uh, Stody Creek and other areas. And so that will continue. And uh, this will just be a wonderful new opportunity for us to get the kind of benefit that many other communities have seen. Well, and this is the problem. And, and look, at I I understand there's some people here that just are opposed to this. I get that. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, anyway, whether you're for it or against it, the, the debate's over. And there's nothing new that's, that's going to be debated here. I, I mean, and I know, for instance, our listeners at CFPL in London that are listening to our program today understand that that city council decided on bus rapid transit. But that was a council decision uh, because of the funding availabilities and the fact that they have to pony up a lot of the money themselves. Uh, and, and to their credit, of course, the government's uh, federal and provincial are going to uh, pony up for the electrification of that system. And good for them. But that was a council decision uh we don't have that option right now because the federal and provincial governments have said here's the money but it's only for this project uh you can't backtrack you can't say well let's reconsider and do bus rapid transit because they're going to withdraw the funding I'm, I'm just saying right now let's either get on with it up or down vote you're either for it or against it let's have the vote are you concerned uh that this is going to drag on because i got the sense from both ministers when the announcement was made mr mayor uh that they want this thing done asap yeah, it's uh, so you know the, the, the most shovel-ready project that we have in the city of Hamilton that's designed and uh, it was already a procurement is the LRT. There's no other project that's more shovel-ready than that. So when they're looking for shovel-ready uh, projects to spur on the economy, uh, you would look obviously look at what uh, what is ready to go and and it would provide the maximum benefit. I'm pretty sure that uh, if uh, if the governments had come to London and said we will we will give you 100% capital funding for an LRT, they would have picked LRT. Uh, this is what happened in Hamilton. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Uh, you know, for we were able to convince the provincial government of the day that Hamilton has had a rough ride over the last 30 or 40 years with lost industry and lost opportunity. That we needed this uh, major infusion of capital and and development. That would help, uh, you know, compensate for some of that uh, job loss that had been taking place over the last 30 or 40 years. And now we're catching up on that. And uh, this is just a, an, an enormous boost that will uh, provide, uh, you know, massive amount of employment in our community and the, uh, all the other benefits that we've already talked about. So I would say uh, if, uh, if uh, we don't accept these, uh, these dollars, th- those dollars will go somewhere else because the, uh, the government is looking for economic stimulus. And if uh, we're not prepared to participate in that kind of economic stimulus with projects that are ready to go, then they're going to go look elsewhere to provide uh, that funding. And they, they don't have to look in Ontario, quite frankly. They can go to any other province and any other community and say, we've got some funding here for you for, you know, enhancing your transit system. Are you, are you on for it? In Hamilton, we don't have to pay a single penny towards capital. Not a penny. Uh, in, in Kitchener-Waterloo, they, they paid 30% of their, uh, their line. Uh, in Ottawa, they paid 30% for all of three lines that they're building. So right to the taxpayers, local taxpayers, to help pay for it. Uh, in other communities, the same. Uh, in Hamilton, we are fortunate that we are getting 100% capital uh, investment uh, in, this, uh, in this project. So 
I don't know how much better it can get. And uh, as someone said, uh, you know, a while ago, I think it was one of the former counselors, I think Donna Skelly said at some point, you've got to be crazy to throw this kind of investment away. And uh, I would agree with that. Well, we'll see what your colleagues do. Uh, I, I know the meeting is going to be just a few days from now. There are going to be some Metrolinx representatives there. We'll certainly be following the the progress. And hopefully there's going to be some progress on this. Uh, as always, Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for the time today. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk again soon. You, Bill. Thank you. Hamilton Mayor, Fred, Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger talking about uh, what may be happening with City Council. Uh, and, and again, it's an option that, that elected officials do. I mean, the, the mayor's point is well taken. London decided on bus rapid transit as a council decision. Uh, but i got to tell you, I, I'm just thinking. I mean, I'm not a taxpayer in London, but I spent a lot of time there as, as our kids went to school. Well, my daughter went to school there for many, many years. If they had gone to the City of Council of London and said, look, it, we're going to run an LRT line right along Oxford from Fanshawe all the way over to the to Western Campus, I think there'd be a lot of interest in that if they were going to pay for it but that that wasn't on the table so london council made a decision uh, given the cost that were available to them and, and what they wanted to do and and good for them and they're moving forward on that as a council we'll see what happens with hamilton council or if they're just going to drag their heels as they do on so many other issues the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml